hello. <laughs> it's happening. We don't even need to clap this time. That's the crazy part. There's no clapping involved. Welcome to the It Is Night podcast. Hello. Or TBD title to be determined. TB to be determined, title to be determined. We got peppermint milkshakes. We because do. Because it's our post-Christmas Christmas episode. I guess maybe it's our New Year's episode, too. It could be our New Year's episode. Yeah. Um, happy News Year. Chris got the milkshakes. That's Chris. Hello. Did you say that? I don't know. That's Chris. I'm Harrison. Sometimes we use, uh, we usually talk about the news. Mm. We're not doing that today. Nor have we for the last couple of weeks. No. And we're, uh, we're testing that out. Yeah, if you really are like, yo, bring us back those saucy news comments let us know yeah we can do that and we will if you're like i don't really care we'll we'll just see what you do that's fine and if you're also just like this is better stick with you guys ranting about stuff you watch and and breaking it down yes uh we definitely like that and we're kind of leading that direction now that we've been doing it for a month we're like maybe that's the 90 degree turn the show's gonna take but i like it if you hate that, we won't do it, so let us know. <laughs> but we are a slave <laughs> to the listener, so we will... There are 12 of, of you whose opinions uh, matter. Yes, the golden 12. And uh, and if we have more listeners than that now, which we might, because who knows? Maybe that Lindsay Lohan episode really got us a boost. <laughs> Maybe Ms. Lohan herself listened to it and was like, you know what, fellas? Good notes. I mean... That's- I think she'd like it. All of our notes were, most of our notes were not about her because she did fine. She's Lindsay Lohan. She doesn't owe us anything. Lindsay Lohan knows how to do things. Kind of like Britney Spears, you know? Isn't it wild? Like she doesn't owe us anything. How? No. Um, that was, okay. So it was our. Butter's here. (laughs) Butter's here. Um, and she's not wearing her collar, so she looks weirdly naked. Um, our, my favorite part of our 10-year high school reunion, which Chris missed. I did not attend. Which is fine. There were like eight people there. But <laughs> one of those eight people, it was one of the, the people, I'll tell you afterwards who, who it was, but it was his wife was telling me uh, that she believes that, um, that Britney Spears is dead. Actually, oh, have you heard this? Uh, this, I am this one. I, you know, when you guys came back, and I was like, "Did anything interesting happen?" And I said, "No." And I you sh- said, I, "No." You, I, you, I, you, I completely buried the lead. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. So it generally centers around like the the fact that she's posting a lot of nudes, which like historically she has not done, and well, then she's like, she also like making just got control so, of her life. I that you know that was really my counter argument, <laughs> uh, but because this this person was also like slipping in some comments that maybe uh they shouldn't have uh, given her control over life i'm like wow you won't get me to agree to that premise wow no, no sir yeah <laughs> not on not on your life sport yeah but, that's that's too much yeah they were they were just saying that she was like posting some weird shit and that somehow that meant that somebody else had control of her um of her accounts, accounts. yeah okay. and, and then and then was like saying so i mean we don't know that if she's dead but she's definitely dead or like under somebody's influence that that is like oh man 
Um, no, she's but it was just great. crazy. I, I actually yeah. know, just so the listener has confirmation that that is totally not true, I know someone who works on running whaling boat tours in Hawaii. Oh, okay. And one of her, not I don't think it's technically one of her co-workers, but one of her colleagues who owns his own boat and also does this, took Britney Spears out. Recently? Recently. Like, after she... <laughs> Folks. Yeah. Like, after she was free and, like... My God. And he, like, sent her some pictures on her phone and and of, like, her doing her thing. Because, basically, Britney Spears was like, hey, you take me out in the water and I'm just gonna be doing shit and you just do nothing and you drive the boat. Like, and, and... And she just went around the boat being... And I've seen, like, we did the funny thing <laughs> where, like, we looked at the pictures he furtively took a Britney Spears yeah. and then like went to Britney Spears' social media <laughs> and like things, like, li- yeah, things <laughs> lined up like <laughs> of like her just like running around a boat basically being it seems like the boat trip because it was relatively soon after she got out from under the conservatorship yeah it seems like she was just basically like I'm free and I'm on a boat. Like that yeah. is like the posts. That's a good. That's a good. Hey, I'm free and on a boat is a great vibe. Yeah, that's a great vibe. Uh, but yeah, we. I mean, I mean, for for we just said that this show isn't about news, and we just broke some news. We have eyes on Britney <laughs> we Spears. Got eyes on we Spears. Can, baby. We can absolutely confirm that Britney Spears is not dead as of. <laughs> Whenever Chris's story took place. It is nigh is going to be the new TMZ of the podcast world. Oh boy, I hope so. I hope not. That would be the worst people to become. I I, I can get Kanye to punch me. You think I can? I I feel like that's a... I mean, I don't think that's 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 that hard. No, no, it's not. No, it can't (laughs) be. That's got to be pretty easy. No, I feel like I won't even have to study that hard. You know? Like, I know enough at this point. No, to just, like, wing it and to just... Because, you know, presumably I would have one comment. Right. You know? Like, Kanye's not gonna... So, gotta make it count. I I agree. What do you think, Butter? What do you you think? We got a few moans. I just wanted some moans on the record. Um, Don't we all? So, what are we talking about We're talking about... We're talking about... (laughs) Um, a Rankin Bass Christmas special. The worst of the worst of Christmas specials. Though also some of the most famous, and some of them are not the worst of the worst. Yeah. I mean, the okay, most so famous being Rudolph. You've all seen Rudolph, it. Rudolph, yes. I like Rudolph. I think it is. I like it too. It's a classic. There's one, like, there. there's a lot about uh, a lot of the Rankin Bass specials that have not aged particularly well, but the ones I still like, uh, I think Rudolph holds up. I think f- the first Frosty holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be it. Santa Claus has come to town. I like it, but I I wouldn't. There, no. There's definitely some not great parts about that. And Pinocchio's terrifying. Uh, oh pin- no 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 no! Pinocchio doesn't even get like which. A, by the a way, mention. I'm they, so excited to watch the new Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio. I haven't gotten oh, to I've it yet. Oh, I've heard good things. But I'm so excited. One because this story is just like. So it is so funny to me that Pinocchio has happened so many times yes. in like big public ways often <laughs> in the past few years. And it is because it recently entered the public domain. And now oh. like there are all these movies about it and all, you know, that's why there are two that's competing fair. Pinocchio movies yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them with the, Oh God. Isn't isn't like Polly Shore? 
Oh my uh, god. Plays him in one. Uh, yeah, so I think it's not the Father. Father. Yeah, when, when am I gonna, gonna... <laughs> yeah. When am I gonna be able to be out on my own? When am I gonna be on my own? It's like a little Twinkie Pinocchio. Little Twinkie Pinocchio. Daddy. Dad <laughs> Father. Um, that's not the one we watched. Though. No, that's not the one that we watched. That's that's not even the Rankin Bass one that we're referencing. But which we watched last year. Go check it out. Yep. Um, this year we watched the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. Yes. Uh, A movie that. Uh, well, let, let's I, just jump in. I had never seen it. This I is, had never seen this it. This is either. one of the only ones that I had not seen. Um, L. Frank Baum? Is that the guy's name? Not gonna lie, out of the Frank and Bass terrible specials that Harrison has made me watch for this show, uh, <laughs> this was by far the most fun, because while it was a terrible movie, <laughs> it was batshit insane. <laughs> this, okay, this might be the strangest one, and I also this year watched Rudolph's Shiny New Year, which <laughs> features... A caveman and Benjamin Franklin as side characters. Is so, this another Rankin Bass? This movie? is another Rankin Bass special. Rudolph has a sequel and it's awful. His but, shiny New Year. Yeah, we're gonna do that next year. Don't worry. Okay. Um, but but this year we're doing the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, which is an origin story for Santa Claus. You may be thinking, doesn't that already exist? Isn't that Santa Claus come to town? Yes, it is. Rankin Bass made a second. Uh, origin story makes less sense. It, this one makes a whole lot less sense uh, because it's it's based on the the uh, L. Frank Baum book. That's the Wizard of Oz guy. So he released a book, and then most of the Christmas specials that we remember came out in like the '60s and '70s, and then there was a gap, and this one came out in '85. So this is when Rankin Bass are like just they were handed some money to do a thing. And they just did a thing, and they adapted. I've, I'm not familiar with the book at all, um, other than the fact that, again, it's an origin story. Now, unlike Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which does a, a fairly good job of producing... I mean, they're, they're contrived reasons, but they're solid reasons for, like, oh, so that's why he, he does X. That's why he does Y, you know? Like, right. oh, in Sombertown... They outlawed toys, so that's why he had to go down the chimney. You know, okay. like that that made yeah. a little more sense. The reason that he put it in the stockings is to hide the toys from like morning inspections. You know, like there's there's just reasonable things yeah. are given. And they even have the little kids be like, Oh, so that's why he does so and so Explain the tradition. Exactly. Like a cute little thing. This movie instead <laughs> kind of runs it runs like the first draft of of the script. Yeah. And it very much feels like they even in the final product of the movie, like everything is being made up like in mm. the moment you're watching it. Yeah, it feels like an improv. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, it feels a lot like, uh, I don't know, something like the Tales of Tom Bombadil, where, like, none of it, it's all just nonsense, you know? I mean, <laughs> and, and right from the outset, that becomes clear, because yeah. the Great Auk. Yes, okay, the Great Auk, which we mistook for the Greyback. The Greyback. They were actually saying the great act. The great act, as um, in what Kathy and Kathy Comics says when she's exasperated. That's right. She's actually 
praying to the great Ack, yeah. uh, uh, Ack. Uh, the king, the the king fairy woodsman, something. Yeah, they're basically he's the leader <laughs> of a group of quasi gods called the Immortals. <laughs> Who we are introduced to in the beginning in like rapid succession in a way where it's like, I don't know any of these names. But it really does just jump right in where it's like, I'm the great act, here come the immortals. And then they just introduce all of the immortals. Which is done with this character who is like an elf kind of, but mm. I have I described later as we were watching it as a C3PO character. Yes, he's awful. Because he speaks every language like magically and he like does dumb calculations and he's annoying. And part of what makes him annoying, different than C3PO is that he has to speak multiple languages, it seems, at all times. At all times. Because he's, I guess the joke is that he is mixing up which language he is speaking, so it comes out as multiple. Yeah. Except the reality is if you speak any amount of any non-English, which most of us do, you know, most of us know the basics of a few other languages like yeah. hello and goodbye, you hear him say stuff like that just on repeat in different languages. It's like, oh, that was French hello. That was Spanish hello. Oh, there's English hello again. It's like, why? God, it's so obnoxious. Like, uh. <laughs> because because it just means that his lines go on like four times longer than they need to. You know, he's like, hello, hola. <laughs> to the Bonjour. annoyance of other characters. Who are like, can you just shut up and get to like the... <laughs> yeah. uh, That guy's name is Tingler. Oh, yeah. Tingler uh, announces all of the 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 immortals. My favorite of which is the Wind Demon. And the way he does this, the voice actor, not Tingler, right, is by standing about a hundred feet away from the microphone he's using to record. Mm. Because until I don't know after this scene, really can't hear anything the guy's fucking you saying. Can't. So like, <laughs> I really don't know. Like it, it was like. And then the King of the Fairies comes to the... <laughs> okay. Okay. I got King of the Fairies, I think. I think uh, that... It doesn't matter. No, the Great Ark invites the gods, and they're like, all right, what's up? And he's like, Santa Claus. You guys are familiar with Santa Claus? Like, yeah, we know Santa. He's <laughs> like, I want to make that guy an immortal. And they're like, well, hold the phone. You cannot just, we're like, we're crazy gods. Like, you can't just, all the, none of the other gods really speak except uh, Ak. Like, they. Ak, the wind god, and then like one of the many fairy gods. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom, no, not Tom Nook. Like, uh, uh, Peter Nook. Peter Nook. Yes. All Nooks yeah. control um, animals, I believe, is their power. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, the fairies are the trees. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Ak is like, oh, so like, you, you need proof that this guy kicks ass. Listen to this. And, and then, then we begin the story <laughs> of Santa. <laughs> Which begins with just like, all right, so you know how I'm the man, right? Me, ah. <laughs> so I found this baby, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. where? It's like, it was at the edge of my forest. <laughs> it was at the edge of my woods. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so I found this baby and I gave him to a mountain lion. You did what now? I gave him to a mountain lion. So the mountain lion wouldn't eat him. You have to understand. You have to understand. The mountain lion would have eaten the child, but instead I tapped its head and now it's weirdly protective of the child. Yeah, he basically commanded the lion to be its mommy. Yes. And then another fairy god... Mm-hmm. Wants to be the baby's mommy. Wants to also be the mommy. So she steals it. The mountain lion gets pissed. Yes. Peter Nook, who controls animals, doesn't doesn't understand why the mountain lion is <laughs> is pissed despite his commands. 
And then basically Greydock has to be like, okay, fairy god, you can be... Mountain Lion, you can be like protector pet. Yeah. Fairy god lady, you can be fake mommy. And she's all excited about this. Yeah. And then we get like kind of a Tarzan son of man sequence where he's like growing up and yeah. shit. They're calling him Claws, by the way. Mm. Claws is in like as an animal would have. Yes. That is that is specifically made clear. And they will get to when Santa enters, but that is most of the movie. He is just Claws. Not Klaus, even though that is how the movie title is spelled. Yes. Whatever. Just, just Claus. Just Claus. Um, but the the uh, he grows up and and then he's like, I want to go see the world of mortals. And then he does, and it just sucks shit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yo, Great Act basically flies around the world. And he's like, hang on to my, this, this my belt. My Grab belt. my belt. <laughs> and it's specifically like the dick part of his belt. That like, mm. we're making a lot of jokes because they do, there's just like, for puppets, for stop motion puppets, Santa is like real touchy as a young man with like a lot of the other puppets. Like Tingler teaches him languages and then they like go off for language lessons holding each other around the waist. And it's like, I think yeah. they're learning more than languages. And they're like skipping into the woods <laughs> together. And and like, um... I think body language wasn't necessarily, uh, wasn't necessarily mentioned, but I'm seeing some of it on screen. And uh, and he also is like touchy with his mom character, who yes. is like it's it's a little funky. But anyway, then he hangs on to Great Axe wooden peen. They fly it's... through time and space, and they're invisible. And Santa is basically just appalled at the inequality rampant all over the world. Yeah, it, I mean it's kind of like a, a ghost of Christmas past situation. Like they're they're just they're ghosts and they're viewing stuff. And he's like, and... why can't that kid have that turnip? That kid should be able to have that turn. And the great act has no answers. He's just like, humanity sucks, man. I don't know what to tell you. And it is really funny because, like, one of the main things that they're addressing, like, they, I mean, they go through the obvious ones. They're like, war is bad, which we'll get to in a second because uh, you're full of shit. <laughs> uh, they, they, like, do war. But, like, one of the things that he's really bothered by is uh, – like food inequality mm -hmm. because like one of the first injustices that he sees is a kid trying to steal a turnip and getting like reprimanded and punished for it just because he's hungry yeah yeah and he's like that's not fair that's not fair the kid should be able to have the the thing uh which is just great so hold that in your mind that, mm -hmm. that he's identified a need which is <laughs> child hunger uh, and we'll, we'll find out how he addresses it. So all of a sudden he grows like a lot. Like there, there's, he, he gets to a valley and sets up shop there. Yeah. He decides he's going to leave the woods. Yes. And be a, a grown up. Be so immortal. he moves into what we now, what is called the laughing valley by some, but is introduced to us in the movie as the whole ha ho valley. That's true. I, I think that speaks for itself. No, it's um, great. <laughs> it's great. And apparently it's in the Rocky Mountains. No, no, it's it's the, it's not because it's a valley. But they're nearby, as we find out later uh, in the movie. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Which makes a ton of sense yeah. for the Santa origin story. And then, without explanation, a human village crops up around him. Around his, his like, he, he has a little outpost. And then all of a sudden there's a castle there. And you and I looked at each other and we're like, how did the castle get there? We rewound it and there's no explanation. He just has a castle. A bunch of the fairies come to move in and are like, 
you know what? Like, this is kind of sick. I like living in this castle. And then, then they start, like, making for toys reason. for the kids, which is, like, done initially with, like, this first kid who is, like, cold or something. Yeah. And he makes a toy for him, and then the kids find out, and then he, like, you know, it explodes like any great startup, right? And he just <laughs> he just starts making toys. Yeah, uh, for which all apparently the kids. he invented. Apparently, Santa Claus invented toys in the Middle Ages. Nice, G- good to know. That yeah, there was no. He invented playing with like wooden dolls, basically. <laughs> right. He's just he's like, and what shall we call this? How about a doll? <laughs> like, what the fuck, are you Santa? It's you like, didn't invent that. It's like, all right, Claus. It's like, Ten hundred. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. So he's walking around. He's giving toys to kids, and then we find out suddenly mm-hmm. these evil characters start stealing his toys. The Aguars. And it's because they're the creatures that like hate fun mm-hmm. and goodness or something, and they make children behave badly. They make children behave badly, and which they we don't never want actually toys. see them do. We never see them do this. We are just told this in exposition. And they hate toys because that makes kids happy, yes. which I guess is good for them. Well, so they Chris, hate it. The, their main goal is to make children disobey their parents. That's right. Uh, that sort of stuff. That, yeah. As Tingly says. <laughs> yeah. Tingler. T- tingly. <laughs> God, he's terrified. The Aguars are terrifying. The ag- you took a, an amazing picture. I'm excited for that um, to go online. God, it's scary. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. So I like the, the it, yearly but... dramatic Rankin and Bass photos where we've started posting as a result. Well, of... because they're always just ten times scarier than they should be. Uh... <laughs> that picture last year of like the spotlit <laughs> Pinocchio, <laughs> Geppetto like holding the dead <laughs> Pinocchio. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's wonderful. It's it's so so dark. Um. So, I don't know. The Aguars are like, you can't deliver toys. Oh, oh, oh. Also, when he starts delivering toys, it cuts back to, like, the the Council of the Immortals. And mm. the Wind Demon is like, well, you can't just expect us to grant him immortality because, like, he makes, just because he's a toy maker. <laughs> and the Great Ack is like, no way. Get this shit. And then it gets <laughs> into the part of the story with the Aguars. And that's right. The villains are only introduced like halfway through. Oh, yeah. Um, and the way that they're dealt with is that uh, Claus has zero involvement whatsoever. He basically just keeps <laughs> making the toys. And we have this go on for like maybe, I don't know, three or five minutes. He keeps making the toys and the Aguars keep stealing the toys. And King Aguars like, ha, ha, ha. We can turn invisible and walk ah, through walls. Shit. And you can't do anything to stop us. We can't kill you because the immortals clearly like you. But that's about it. And then, and then while he's kidnapped, at one point they kidnap him, and then he does the the magic call of the nooks, and like some nooks that don't know him come out, and they're like, "How do you know our call?" And he's like, "Cause I'm pals with your friend Peter Nook, who lives in the Burzy Forest, <laughs> which is where apparently all the immortals live." All right, cool, whatever. And they let him out, and then. I'm not sure how we get to the next phase of this. Do you remember? Just, or does it just happen? Just, it just happens. That's the thing about <laughs> this movie is that everything just happens. And like, if you're wondering, when are you going to get to the explanations for why Santa does things? There are no explanations for why any character oh, does no. anything in this movie. <coughs> we have exposition in like speeches. And none of that exposition helps inform anyone's choices. No. No, everyone is just doing nonsense, including but not limited to the fact that just like Ack intervenes in, in this little like kerfuffle between the Aguars, 
who are apparently on equal footing with the immortals, which that's news. It's like they are, but they aren't. It's like the immortals have no power over them, but the Aguars like clearly like respect them and like fear them. They're like, this is our territory. And then acts like, hey, whatever, bitch, I'm going to go get my great axe because I'm the great act. That won't be confusing at all. No, not at all. So then he goes and they go to war. They go to like, war. Like, he declares, like, the Great Ark all of a sudden is like, if it is war you want, it is war you shall get. <laughs> it's like, di- didn't we talk about how that was bad? Like, not that long ago? Uh, and they wipe them out. It's, I mean, like, they clean the floor with their asses. Oh, it's the inc- fairies go absolute ham. Yeah, the Nooks, the fairies, the Great Ark, they just, like, fucking annihilate, inexplicably <laughs> in most cases. <laughs> These Aguar, the best move of which is when the Great Ack, who again pulled out his great is, axe, is now for this a, battle. Yes, a great axe. In, takes it with one hand, the way you hold an axe. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And holds it at the end. So on the end of it is his fist, and on the other end is the head of the axe. Mm-hmm. Also, the way you famously hold an axe, and he kind of tilts it forward a little bit, just kind of cutesy bit. style in the air, and it. <laughs> shoots a lightning beam <laughs> out at, at like this one of the scariest aguars that's going to attack him and like blows him up and that defeats him <laughs> and like they take time just i i know i keep saying great axe they like have a cutaway 30 second scene of the great axe going to get his great axe yeah and like for praying. this war yeah and like yeah praying to it and all this shit and he doesn't even use the axe like an axe like why? No, Chris. Why make it an axe? No, it zaps. It zaps people, Chris. Ah, uh, of course. Uh, so I'm gonna make you angry. A little info about that axe. Oh no. You know who gets it later? The Tin Man. <laughs> That's Wait, a little, little is, this Oz a, is this a real Oz lore? This thing? is a real Oz lore. The 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 lore like somewhat overlaps with Oz. What the f- Fuck. I mean, I don't love the world of Oz, but like, I I don't like it even more now that Rankin Bass has incorporated themselves. There you go. There uh, you go. But um, God damn it. So yeah, then then Claus is just like, oh good, I can go and deliver all these things to children. And Tom Nook is like, take these reindeer. Oh well, hold on. It's I mean, suddenly he's I. We go from he's just delivering toys to children whenever and whatever mm-hmm. to I want to do it to everyone in the world. Mm. And then Tom Nook is like, "Oh, if you're gonna do that, you should have use of these reindeer." Who I asked if they'd be down to help you out, but there is one stipulation. <laughs> What's that stipulation, though? You gotta <laughs> have them back by sunrise. Why? Uh, unclear (laughs) (laughs) like he's just like wait you can take them but only for this amount of time for no reason whatsoever are you gonna turn into a pumpkin yeah did the reindeer not work after that well and then without any further explanation they just like leap um so they don't really fly but they they just kind of leap with the sleigh which at first is like so wait we're not even going to establish that they fly but it turns out yeah they don't they don't but they can do this incredible leap thing that is also unexplained it's like okay i i guess i'm just gonna it's have like the to. gravity it's like they have moon <laughs> gravity so they yes. like do these giant jumps from like 
mountaintop to mountaintop. Um, they get to a house. They get to a house. Santa tries the door and immediately gives up. He's like, well, it's locked. I guess we everything we've done up until this point was for nothing. And he is <laughs> cool with it. He's like, this is like time to go home. This is like the most I didn't want to do this shit anyway. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, I was never that into this. The first time an obstacle comes up, I was like, eh, I mean, I heard Bosch was on tonight. Yeah, like, like <laughs> at, at, at the first minor inconvenience, he's just like, well, I guess that's the end of it. Bye-bye. <laughs> and then his little elfin friend, Tingler. Tingler is like, the something, the something. The, I mean, he does it in a bunch of different languages. And he's like, the chimney. He's like... Now that's a good idea. So then we smash cut to Santa Claus climbing out of the fireplace. <laughs> and climbing also in like a weird, like baby crawl. Like, yeah. like not in a way that I, like it's the, just not how I saw Santa coming down the chimney. Yeah, it's not like the way you would crawl out of something you came down. No. It's the way you would crawl out of something you came through. Yes. And yes. it is. Uh, it's very uncomfortable looking. Yeah, it's not um, good. And but, then he finds stockings. And then he finds stockings. He's like, perfect, I'll put the toys here. Again, for no reason. He identifies that the stockings are hung by the fire to make them dry. Yes. And then, yeah, and then he's like, I guess. And he literally says, why not? Yes. To all put <laughs> the toys in, the, in their socks. Oh, why for not? Reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Fuck you. <laughs> It's so lazy in all of its it origin is, choices. It is exceptionally lazy. So, hold on. He goes, he delivers them, right? Yeah. I want to get to the morning of this household, though. Well, that, so yeah, he he goes back to the roof and just the sled is there. Oh, and yeah. It's like, all right, whatever. So like, the whole team somehow also got on the roof. Yeah, and you're like, all right, skip. Like, I, he's like, well, you know, if any other one is locked, then I guess... We'll know what to do. It's like, that doesn't make okay. Whatever. Whatever. Continue. Santa, even though it's next, not his name quite yet. Uh, well, next morning. So next morning, the kids go down and they're like, "Oh my god, we got toys in the socks." Yo, what's up? Mom comes in the room and she's like, "Yo, it's and obviously just so chill about yeah." It. They're like really chill, and mom's like, "Oh, it must have been that Claus guy who makes toys for kids. He apparently <laughs> doesn't need locks to enter homes. That's great. Oh, here's your father." I'm going to make out with him. And you know, yeah. that's St. Claus for you. And the daughter's like, whoa, St. Claus. And then the son looks at the daughter and goes, Santa, Santa Claus. It's <laughs> like it means anything at all. Yeah. This is, is this not the first time that's been said? Correct. Why are you saying it like it's the answer to a crossword? I know. Like it's, <laughs> it's so, and there's like no reason given. Like literally what was established is a man broke into our locked home. And now we shall dub him Saint. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's what happened. Um and then Terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah, he goes back, I guess. He goes to the Ho Ha Ho Valley. Ho ha ho and he's like, why don't I do this every year? Um And, and Nook Peter Nook yeah. is like, every year, are you kidding me, guy? Basically. Yeah, there's there's one other like two minute conflict that I've already forgotten because it is resolved in whatever fashion it like matters but it 
doesn't because then another Christmas rolls around and they're like, we didn't make enough toys to do it again this year. Oh, yeah! And then Peter Nook, like, strolls up with the reindeer, apparently solving that problem, and it also has toys in the back, and they're like, they found toys! And it's like, where did they find these Where did you find toys? <laughs> I thought the whole deal was you guys made toys year-round so you'd have enough to deliver. Then you didn't have enough. And then toys show up with the sled? And then that's just and the they are, second Christmas. They describe that as, oh, they found more toys. They that found, is literally how yeah. it's described. Like, it's like, wake up! Wake up, Claus! Look! They found more toys! So then he does this every year for years and years, and he becomes an old man, and that takes us back to the present <sighs> in the forest of Bursey. Where the immortals are voting on, well, how you termed which, this the best way, like voting on whether to make him immortal based on his life, which is based, like, well, I'll let you get to this. <laughs> it's just so, like, that's the, so again, I was expecting there to be a moment where Claus had any agency at all as a character, you know, where he actually made some decisions or some kind of sacrifice. Or did something, like, I don't know, to warrant living forever. Did something extraordinary. <laughs> the, the, the question being debated in this Council of Gods is apotheosis, <laughs> granting this man godhood. And like, and Great Ock like looks at, like, Finishes the story, I was like, how about it, fellas? And the Wendy was like, you have melted my Wendy heart. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, from the time that he asked the question, surely there must be more to this toy maker. Great Hawk was like, there is. He picked a fight, and then I won it for him. Uh, and then he continued to make toys. Let's make him a god. <laughs> like, I mean, basically, okay. and if you're even going to give it more, if you're going to be more generous than that, it's still nepotism from the start. It is. Greydock finds him as a baby finds boy. Finds him as a baby. Gods raise him. Mm -hmm. He learns a bunch of languages. Learns well, that they send humanity him off. has it bad. They send him off, yes. And then they send him off with an immortal. Mm -hmm. a, a two immortals, actually, because the mountain lion, we later find out is actually an immortal I guess as like well. everyone in the forest of Bursey ah, dude, is. I, I fucking guess. Which, so just he has nonstop help from the gods and then they're like, isn't he great? It's like, no, no he hasn't done any, like anything. I mean, the way, yeah, the way I joked about it, I think Harrison's right with the nepotism, but I joked about it as they put in too much of an investment throughout Santa's life to see him die. <laughs> yeah, like, so they're like, well, we've, I guess we've just got to raise his pay. <laughs> Make him a god already. <laughs> Maybe he's right. They the, pull the, out the golden crypt. The golden crypt. Is what they call it. It's Which like inside some has kind of the, a cloth of some sort. They call a shining it cloth. Else. The mantle. The mantle, the mantle. of immortality. <laughs> Which is like effectively an immortality blanket, it yep. seems. Mm -hmm. And it is laid upon Santa. And he wakes up for a brief moment to say, Merry Christmas. And then he immediately falls back asleep. And the god that raised him as his mommy says something like, sleep now. Yeah. You're not going to die. Or yeah. you'll awake to a new life or something like that. Yep, yep. Um, and, and, and then, like, he has a brief conversation with, with Ock, and then it's just over. Yeah, he's like, thanks for making me live forever. Ack. And I hope I deserve it. And then he, like, walks away. And acts like sure thing. You'll see me again later. And then it's well, that's the 90s the, that's the thing. Right. There's no, there's no, like, there's no, like, 
And he went on to do just that. Deliver is just like, well, I hope I live up to your expectations. We'll have a gay oh old time. It's like, that's not. It's, it's bad. Why? Why? It is it's, like how nothing is explained. Truly nothing. And the things that are explained are like, what? What? Mm. <laughs> mistletoe. Oh, I made the makeout joke. The makeout joke is like connected to mistletoe as well. Oh, they do make out there. Like, yeah, the, those parents are like, "Isn't it great that this guy got into our house? Come here, hun." <laughs> I mean, I get it. That's a little sexy, but yeah, there was someone here. There was someone. <laughs> someone crept into the rooms of our children. Yeah, and planted things there. I also just love. This is something that isn't Ugh. good or bad about the movie. This is just a children's movie of the like '80s deal. Mm-hmm. Which is, there is like a, I mean, and I know there is a plenty of Christian content from this time out there, but there is just an amazing thing of 80s kids movies where all the Christian holidays are like totally real in universe, but like Christianity is not. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have this pantheon of gods, but like, there's still Christmas. Yeah. Like, like, like it's a, Christ's mask <laughs> still exists without the Christ for some reason. Yeah, it's like there is no significant Christmas apparently though does exist. Like Santa is aware it's Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. When he's delivering gifts, there is like no cross though. There is no reference to like why this holiday is. Nope. It just is. It just is. I like this movie in many ways. Mm. It just is and it probably shouldn't. It probably shouldn't. It shouldn't is. Yeah, and I I also said this while we were watching it, which is I and I mean you can say this about any of the Rankin Bass movies, but especially the bad ones. Ooh, sorry. <coughs> I'm dying. But Chris um, is dying. But like, how do you feel okay working on a movie like that? Like when it when on the onset experience, <laughs> like is as close as you can get to pointing a camera at a bunch of dolls that you are moving around. Well, Chris, that's exactly what it is, actually. <laughs> that is... <laughs> uh, it's like the highest form of playtime ever. It is. It is. Um, it's impressive that they can do it, but when this is the kind of shit that they're using it for like this and leprechaun christmas gold oh well and God, pinocchio are just gold. like you're wasting kind of incredible technology and time to make something that is just so thoroughly mediocre it's like they were the first to this and i guess like the studios that backed them decided it was good enough to have around yeah. But not good enough to, like... Uh, just once a year. Yeah, and not good enough to, like, <laughs> see if it could be done better. Like, yeah. it's like, eh, it's fine. Nah, it's, that's... That'll do. That'll do. And, I mean, it doesn't. It, it's bad. No, Don't it doesn't it. do. It doesn't do. There's a reason this is the Rankin-Bass movie most people have never seen. I guess that's most of them, but this one especially. This one's, this one, this one's just awful. Glad we watched it, because it's just nonsense, but, uh... Never again. Yeah. I will say if you have if you do want to torture your friends with one of these and not torture yourself, mm. this is a good choice. This is a good one for it. Because it is bad, but it's short and it's bad in a way that's pretty damn funny. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like Pinocchio or the Leprechaun Gold ones where it's just like the songs are just like, I don't even care how bad it is, I hate it. Yeah. I hate yeah, these yeah, songs. Yeah. I wanna I wanna die. I wanna die. <laughs> 
Except Christmas in Killarney. Well, obviously. That is the... It's Christmas in Killarney with all of the boys at home. Which would... Uh, I just thought that whole movie is... That whole movie nightmare. is insane. Absolute nightmare. You guys have to go back and listen to that old episode if you get a chance because... I mean, I think we actually recorded while we were watching it, which probably makes for a, a really weird episode, but... Probably. But hopefully this one works. Yeah, I think we're we're getting the hang of it with our where with our movie caps. There's a way where there's a whip. That's from the Lord of the Rings, which I'm definitely gonna make Chris watch. All right. Well, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Oh, how do I turn it off? Thank you.